0: Forever,
1: dog. Julie Klausner, we're rolling, rolling along life's scenic highway.
2: Merrily we roll along.
1: Now, what's that over there?
2: What Mm. is it, Brett?
1: Oh, it's a multi-car accident. Brett, I think this is the earliest you've
2: ever spoken, and probably in the most morbid and um like aggressive way. And I and Mm -hmm. and I and we love.
3: You? Yeah, a hundred percent. We couldn't love Your you. Your father more. and
2: I both love you very much.
3: That's yeah. great to hear. But <laughs> you're allowed a hundred words an episode.
0: P.
2: That's it. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. And and that was fast and furiously morbid. It was very sinister. He came in like a wrecking ball.
3: Mm-hmm. He came and now he's being very conservative with his words. You notice he just suddenly he's like, well,
2: he's saving his pennies for a rainy day. He's going. It's raining blood in his he's, mind.
3: He's going to use just big words now get the most out of them.
2: And you know whose blood it is, Tom? It's you and mine. It's our
3: blood. Look, Brett, you're allowed as many words as many you want. Many words oh, okay, as you good. want, good, Brett. Good, good, good. Oh.
2: But that was yeah. definitely, and I would like our, is there a double threat historian that's a good listening? Um, I think
1: there's multiple. I, I see on the Discord, everyone, uh, you know, like there's definitely wiki, people like on there. Like a wiki there. kind yeah. of person? Mm-hmm, because
2: yeah. I I suspect, I posit, I, I mm-hmm. would wager that that's the quickest you've, Chimed in about the darkest thing
3: mm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with so that So if we graft the two, like on an X, Y uh, mm-hmm. Axis
2: Okay, women in STEM
3: Yeah Julie, on on uh, the show uh, Love Island, UK When when somebody's in bad Shape with somebody else and they need to like Kind of charm them again So they could have get a relationship going A lot of times they'll be like, I gotta get my Grafton boots on like they oh, need really? to, they need to graft and just wish What about
2: Ann Grafton? Can she ever help with that?
3: Ann Grafton can. She brings a letter by and that's the helps Brett with his hundred words per episode. Brett, you're allowed one hundred Ann Grafton letters per episode now. And Ann yeah, Grafton, Pete, of course, as everyone knows, uh
2: doesn't matter. Is a you don't need to give him context. Writer. You're either on or out. You're either it you're either yeah. on the buzz. Or you're hitchhiking or you're running after the bus, like rerun at the end of
3: the uh, What's Happening credits. Yes. Bum. Bum. Ru- re- I don't
2: re- think it was a little rude of them to insinuate that that's the sound his body made.
3: Kind of. That's how I took it as a child. Me too. Was that that's like rerun bouncing around? Yeah. Because that's how it was like, shot. It was assembled to make you think that. I right? We're well, not wrong. It was like
2: when you pointed out on on Celebrity Apprentice, your favorite show, that yeah. Meatloaf's footage was always edited with toilet flushes.
3: Yes. Yeah. That's not
2: the sound he made when he was just going about his day. No. Unless it was. If anyone who knew Meatloaf could let us know yes. how you met him.
1: Yeah. W- were we talking about Sue Grafton?
2: Yeah, what did I say? Anne Grafton. Anne
1: Grafton. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I don't know it's who. it's okay. Anne,
2: there must is there another, uh, like mystery novelist named Anne something that sounds similar, or am I just losing my mind?
3: Anne mystery writer. Uh, let me think. Anne. Anne, Anne Baxter.
2: Anne,
3: Anne Perry. Anne, you'll never guess who the killer is. <laughs> <laughs> A new low.
2: And didn't think it was possible this early. (laughs) Remember her
3: and twins and twins. twins. Oh yeah, I say
2: one. I like
3: beer in the morning. I beer in the evening. Beer in and twins and twins. I think those commercials are very enlightening and progressive because there's nothing healthier. Than someone wanting, wanting to have wanting sex wanting to with fuck an a family. family. Yes, it's just it's Normal. a natural thing, and it kind of kind of took the stigma away from that of just yeah. like Excuse me, sir. Uh, my plan is to uh, have intercourse with all of your children.
2: Your uncle. <laughs> I love playing two hand touch, eating way too much. Watching my team win with the twins.
3: <laughs> Watching my team win with the twins.
2: My dentist.
3: <sighs> weird. My That's dentist a... wants me to pay. That was a company came up with that, Julie. They... Do you know how many rounds these ads go through before they get approved and broadcast? Everyone signed yeah. off on that. It's actually not as sexual as I had remembered. He just wants to, the,
1: the narrator just no, wants to sexual. watch no, TV Fred, with the twins. He right. doesn't so.
2: want to do, he doesn't want
3: to just watch TV with them. No.
1: I don't know. He's going like, to bring a lot to it to read it that way. He's going to be
3: like, oops, the remote's not working. Can you get up and change the channel?
2: Right.
1: Like that.
3: And then
2: guess, guess where his pants go? Yeah, exactly. To the floor. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What what beer is that for again? Coors Light. Coors Light. The worst beer. Provably the worst beer.
2: Well, they had to Until make a whole movie about ahead. about it. Right, then we love it. We can't stop drinking it. But Team didn't they have wins. to make those?
3: <laughs> I don't know what's going on either, Julie.
2: There was a Burt Reynolds movie where they had to, yes. like, it, where they're like, we got to figure out a, like, a way to sell this beer mm-hmm. besides how it tastes.
3: Yes, it's called Smoky and the Bandit.
2: Right, um, we gotta make it seem like people actually like this shit.
3: Mm-hmm. One, I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Piss. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: At one point, you couldn't get, you couldn't buy Coors in America Those were the east, days. Of the, east of the Rockies? The is Rockies. That what it was? And then, thankfully, they figured it out and Coors is available nationally now. Thank God There's a second verse um, Real quick I just want to I
1: love
0: quarterbacks eating dirt Pom-poms and short skirts Fans who won't quit And those twins And I
3: love them too Alright, stop (laughs) those
4: twins
3: I love quarterbacks eating dirt Pom-poms and short skirts and those twins, bands that just won't quit. What fans? Fans? Fans that just won't quit. I'm sorry, uh, I want to apologize to the fake metal band that did the chorus thing. Uh, maybe sounds like you're uh, got a mouthful of marbles. But uh,
2: I'm trying to think of what's a band that just won't quit. The yeah, dead. Band,
3: yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers the core's Light of bands?
3: Yeah, they think they are. This is an amazing concept. They are the core's Light of bands.
2: And should we go back to a time where you couldn't get couldn't them? get you, it. The Rockies?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that works for you. Not so much for me.
2: Well, I'm you're in the belly of the beast. I mean... the.
3: I, I chili imagine peppers, that if I... This is yes. ground zero for chili You're peppers. You're a ground thing. zero in chili yeah. pepper country. Yeah.
2: You're a pepper. Any moment you could mm-hmm. run into flea or ketis.
3: Could, absolutely. They're around. Chad Smith. John Hello Frishante. Slovak. Hello Slovak. Slovak. Maybe not as much as the others. Um, okay. Because he died 35 years ago.
2: Oh, um, may his memory be a blessing.
3: Yes. Um... The ghost of Hillel Slovak. The Ghost of Hill Slovak. Rest in peace. Jack Irons, the drummer, also, who I believe Pearl Jam drummer at some point, right? No? Yeah, that's cool. Um, first of all, welcome to Double Thread, everybody. How are Starring
2: you? Starring your favorite twin.
3: Yeah, we are exactly. And I love podcasts that make me laugh. Getting Brett Bohm's autograph.
2: And twins.
1: Quick little behind the music for the uh, And Twins commercial. Mm -hmm. I found this article on how it all came to be. It's pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, These are. I want to introduce you um, one second here to uh, Aaron, Aaron Evanson, and Josh Godsey. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to meet you both. They
3: uh, and of course they're
2: in a ski environment. Like these are. Of course they're skiing when they took that photo.
3: Well, these two look like they are really living that lifestyle for the for the song um they are two of the coolest dudes ever aaron evanson and john
1: god john godsey were making the three-hour trip from indianapolis to chicago in the fall of 2001 when they hatched the idea to rhyme friends with twins
2: oh brilliant what's the, fr- the one guy's name is godsey mm-hmm That's short for God, see why I'm a lesbian now?
1: (laughs) Together they'd been tasked with cooking up fresh ideas for Coors Light. The instructions the Golden-based beer company gave Foot, Cone, and Belding, that's the, uh, of course, the advertising company. Of course, everyone knows uh, Footstone and Belding. Foot, Cone, and Belding, yeah. Create something that would resonate with the early to mid twenties demographic of men, and incorporate music.
2: Those stupid. are those are my favorite things: men and music, and lousy beer.
3: Yeah, truly awful beer. And then, so it says. Then they they, they heard this Tom T. Hall song I Love, which they were inspired they by. Off. I Love, inspired. Yeah, they were inspired by it. They took it and swapped out some words to make it. Uh, more lewd, and of course that song goes:
1: I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, slow moving trains, and rain.
2: Is this Tom S. Hall King Missile?
3: No, that's John S. Hall, not Tom T. Hall. Oops. Yeah, you did it again. Oops, I did it, did again. it again. I confused, I confused, confused my Ma- Hall. King Missile with Tom T. Hall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I guess I'm a jerk.
3: (laughs) I love football on TV. Shots of Gina Lee. That's the woman from uh, Baywatch. 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 Yeah.
2: She would wear a swimming costume.
3: Yeah. Uh, They recorded the song on a
1: Sunday. The Religious rights not going to be happy about that.
3: Man, I love how these advertising people fool themselves into thinking they're actually not ruining Earth, yeah. We did one version that's kind of a Sex Pistols Blink 182 kind of vibe, right? It was great, and I'm like, Yeah, the- yeah that's really good. I'm sure it just was a Sex Pistols vibe going on.
2: <laughs> also, those bands are basically the same,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you, also, yeah, huge gap between a Sex Pistols
2: yeah, Blink we 182 going- vibe. We were going for like a Wes Anderson Tom Six kind of thing. <laughs>
1: But then the eureka moment, their uh, composer John Ferreira was like, "Well, dude, I got this riff, man." It was like bomb.
2: We need to get John Ferreira. We need to get all these the guys show. on the show.
3: Why don't, Julie? What if we have a a a class reunion of the N Twins commercial and we get as many of the people from it on? O-
2: only if this is like a carry style prank. Like, we're going to pour pig's blood all. on them. We'll yeah. pour Coors Light on their heads
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: which is worse than pig's blood.
3: Yeah. Godsey thought the riff sounded like something Limp Biscuit might come up with in a good but way.
2: Their musical references are exquisite. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Chris Gow and Lester Bangs of yeah. dog shit.
3: That's exactly it. They are the the Beatles of. Clogged toilets <laughs> We played
1: it when the client came in, Godzi said. At the end of the day, Leo Keeley, who was the president, of course, was like, "I've got one thing to say: Twins."
2: Wow. So
1: wow, so the president of course light, that was his idea.
2: That was his idea, or that was what he liked after he saw the presentation. That I don't that
1: was, think like, the was twins was an aspect them? I don't think twins was an aspect of it yet. I think he added the
3: idea for the twins. Well, then, then now we know who the demented Enemy person is: is. Leo Kylie. Yeah. In February 2003, "Love Songs" the mm-hmm. commercial that's in the name of the commercial got the Saturday Night Live treatment. In a sketch, two men vie for the attention of conjoined twins played by Jennifer Garner and Rachel Dratch. Both men are more interested in Garner than Dratch, who has a baby arm protruding from her head.
2: Yeah, I know that character.
3: I just started shaking, Evanson said. I was freaking out. I was like, whoa, 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 what's happening? I was trying to wake up my wife without waking our baby up, and I was like, you've got to get up and watch this. I've really only ever had two life goals, SNL or The Simpsons.
2: Stop it. He did two not two
3: life that. goals.
2: We have got to get this. And this meanwhile, he's got a wife and a child. Yeah. And, then and he mentions like, that they're they're yeah. not even connected yeah. to his two. He literally named two.
3: No. Yeah, meanwhile he's interested in uh, getting a photo of him with Jeff Richards.
2: Yeah. I feel like Jeff Richards is probably his favorite cast member after Jim Brewer. Yeah. Of all time. Who are like, your
3: favorite? Oh, Brewer, Richards. Richards. Um. Then he just passes out. Schneider. And then from he passes um out. Yeah, then uh, he... one day at a time. Yeah. Well, excuse me, Ms. Romano. That tool belt. Very cool.
2: I mean, I'd sooner have Schneider with his tool belt near my daughter's than what's his name? Leo Kylie?
3: Yeah. The president, of course, who's like, we got to get twins in
1: there. Well, uh, and there was he. He was not at the top of the pyramid, though. And this is this is where you know we we you were on the and the it was rise. a pyramid. It
2: was a nude human pyramid. Am I yeah. wrong? Is that how they had their? They were
3: eating sushi off of.
2: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was the rise, here's the fall. In 2004, Pete Coors, who was then the chairman of the Coors Brewing Company, decided to run for Senate as a Republican. After he announced his candidacy, it didn't take long for local media outlets to point out the contradiction between the values Coors preached and the commercials his company aired during football games. Mm.
2: Interesting, interesting.
1: In an editorial, Vincent Carroll wrote... You can bet this is only the beginning of an onslaught of commentary insisting core's answer for his company's sexually suggestive commercials and slightly crude appeals to the young male market.
3: Yeah. Another great political career derailed.
2: Yeah. He could have done so much.
3: Yeah. He really could have fixed so much. Could have really drained the swamp.
2: A beer in every can.
3: Which actually is uh, 60% of what makes up Coors Light is swamp Beer?
2: Oh, okay, so it's it's 60 swamp, 40 beer?
3: You drain the swamp and then put it in a Coors can.
2: I will say this about Coors Light. 99% of the time when you open the can, there is beer in it. There's something in it. There's liquid Mm -hmm. in it. There are very few empty cans. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, I opened one and a genie Mm -hmm. came out Very depressed, Genie.
2: Was it Genie Berlin? Um, I'm not in a good mood. Um, remember they had also the one where like the mountains turned white, and that's when you knew it was cold. Was that them?
3: That's Coors, yeah. Where you could look at the can and the color. How much
2: gimmickry? That's my point. Is how much gimmickry do you need if you have? A good beer, right? Am I you, wrong?
3: You don't. Does You'll, anyone
2: else drink beer? Am I the only beer drinker? Brett, you drink beer. I drink beer. We've discussed this. you Brett like um, a
3: cold one. You like, like the, a
2: cold one. You yeah. wait. Don't tell me. You like a like. What's your be Like Sapporo? You like a Sapporo? Oh,
1: I love Sapporo. um yeah. I like Modelo. Uh, I like right, anything like, Medelo, I like lagers right. I like regional lagers That's
3: my that's my go to. Clearly, Tom, do you like a beer? Oreos.
2: Right.
3: Brett likes Sapporo, Modelo. Robo wants an Oreo. Robo wants an Oreo. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big beer person no. I've always But you felt know like,
2: enough to know that Coors oh, is lousy. Coors is
3: terrible. I know the bad beers. I know the difference between a good beer. I just, I don't reach for beer generally. If you
2: had to choose a beer though. If I had to choose a beer, be?
3: it would probably be, it would probably be like Modelo, something Okay Kind of lighter And um, Okay Yeah Well speaking of beer we, Mine is
2: Heineken No one asked me But I'm like Kyle I, McLaughlin In blue velvet Or uh, like, James Bond James no, Do you James like Blonde, a Heineken remember? Just
3: a regular Heineken
2: I like a Heine
3: Yeah and there's no gimmicks For that You know Open one And suddenly uh, Sparklers come out of it It's just like <laughs> They don't need to do that Of course, it's just hoping nobody notices what's in the can. They
2: they make it in Amsterdam, and it tastes really (laughs) good. I think they make it in Amsterdam. No, they make Amstel there.
3: They're not just like, well, when the label uh, changes, it turns purple, (laughs) then it's time to drink it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) When do I drink it? It's
3: like, well. Yeah. Yeah. No. What were you saying, Brent? Oh, I was saying, uh, speaking
1: of um, Heine, um, you're going to be... This Tempted no, to try. kiss the hiney they of this next try. guest Because of how oh, talented okay. they are
2: Wow
0: um, But
1: I would encourage you to just play it cool She'd probably appreciate that Um I've, I'm of course talking about The very talented writer Emily Altman uh, Comedy writer Emily Altman Who has uh, Been uh, a part of a lot of shows That you love uh, And has a new book out That is very funny mm-hmm. And we are going to talk all about that With Emily Altman
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
3: Look, this is an exciting episode of Double Threat, because usually we get guests on and they're dumb. But we finally have a smart one, and it had to happen one of these days. Uh, You trip over... uh, Uh, broken watches right two times a day isn't that what they say Julie
2: sure yeah they say that all the time
3: and we have somebody who is right on time when it comes to being funny
2: yes that's for sure
3: Uh and is welcome
2: with Emily Aubin yes hi
3: how are you
4: I'm thrilled to be here. Thank
3: you.
2: We're delighted to have you. You are an authoress.
4: Yeah. Thank you. I am also dumb, though. Unfortunately, oh, that's, that's part fair. of my identity, and I'm also I'm a dumb I'm a dumb person. So, I'm afraid that that ruins your theory. Could but... a dumb
3: person write?
4: Yeah. Oh, my my book. Could a dumb person write it? Oh. A book
3: like this? No. Look. Well, a dumb person couldn't yeah. write a book that is. Tom, 136 pages long
2: What's the title Tom I'm
0: sorry.
3: <laughs> Can you read You think can a dumb person could write 136 pages No How to be sane A groundbreaking mental wellness guide Yep Now this book is so funny I gotta just say it's so funny
4: Oh, it's thank you very laugh.
3: much It made me laugh so many times
2: Tell us what it is Emily What is it it is. Well, it tells
4: you that it's a self-help book um, written by this woman named Dr. Teresa Lawn. Um, and as you read it, you just realize that she's just she's batshit. She's just completely bonkers and is the last person that should be writing a self-help book. But she loves herself. She's very confident. She's in love with herself physically and emotionally. Um and so it's just, it's just goofy. It's a goofy experience. It's very Did you fun.
2: read other self-help books to prepare yourself for writing this?
4: I did, but not, I did just because I do read them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wonder if you guys do. I do. And I also like sometimes genuinely hope that they're going to like change my life. So I'm not just like laughing at this. Like I still read all these things, but I, I think I also just, cause they, you know, they take themselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. So that's also, that also gives me a laugh.
3: Yeah. My favorite type of self help book is this new kind, which is a little edgier than your dad's self help book, where there'll be just like curses in the title.
4: Yeah, like the, the, what's the guy who's the like, subtle yeah. give a fuck yeah. or whatever. Like the, like, yeah. don't give
2: the a fuck. Subtle, fuck. The yeah. subtle art of giving a, f- not giving a fudge. Yeah.
3: And yes. it's just like, well, oh, this one speaks to me. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Get,
2: get your effing S together, yeah. you, you P of S. Yeah. Yeah,
3: you F and POS. Yeah. Buy this book, you F and POS. That's going to be my self help book.
2: I like the ones that give lots and lots of examples. They're like, Mm -hmm. Peter and Jenny are walking down the street. Peter has a problem. Mm -hmm. So does Jenny. Mm -hmm. And then they like break it down.
3: Are you sure you're not reading an SAT booklet?
2: Oh, you mean like fun with Dick and Jane?
3: It sounds like those aren't
2: SATs. (laughs) Look. Oh, like Peter and Jenny have 50 pencils.
3: I couldn't have done worse on the SATs. What was our, uh, what's we, your SAT score, Emily?
4: I
2: don't remember. And I always,
4: when people can conjure them immediately, mm-hmm. I'm always like a little suspicious about that when they're like, mm-hmm. well, I got like what I, I think I did. I know I did better on the verbal, way mm-hmm. better on the verbal than the math.
3: Were you proud? Math. Were you happy with the results? Do you remember that?
4: I remember feeling like fine. Like mm-hmm. uh, I didn't, I did, I don't know. I, what about you guys?
3: Do you remember? I'm Julie? just
2: picturing the mat. Yeah, I do. But I, I'm just, I'm not telling you. Come I on, i, I pictured the, the mat. Like you see me counting on my fingers. Mm-hmm. Like one, one two, two, three, I go, God damn it. Yeah, Wait, which I one? still do that. Sometimes. I take off my shoes. Yeah. I start counting on my toes.
3: Mm-hmm. I, and then I
2: take off your shoes. Yeah. And I start counting on your toes. Take, yeah, take
3: your shoes off. I need more toes. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> When I took the SATs, I got in trouble because I kept asking somebody what's the number that comes after six.
4: Mm. Did you ever get the
2: answer or I left I left the SATs really fast because I thought it just stood for a sat and I was like, Yeah, I sat.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even want to know what you did at the PSATs then.
2: <laughs> you know what I did at the PSATs? I say um oh, give me the answer hey
0: give me the answer hey you hey
3: bookworm help me out here
2: bookworm
3: like you're talking to the person in front of you hey psst,
2: psst. people don't like it when you call them that
3: hey nerd help me out that's also i did that and it turned out i was talking to the teacher mm. i was like hey you loser help me like, yes. yes. Yeah. help me what's the answer number 17
2: it was paul giamatti's character in the new movie
3: <laughs> that movie I'll have none of that looks like a hoot i liked it i'm gonna oh, party with it. that one i'm yes, not just gonna see it i'm gonna it. party with it. that one
2: what... yeah i was high as hell and what's it I called rock- now I rocky Horror it the wh- holdovers
3: it's called the holdovers
2: yeah i okay. acted like rocky horror he came on screen i was like. Asshole or whatever.
3: Uh, Yeah. I do the Rocky horror thing, but I do it at Oppenheimer and, uh, it kind of doesn't go as, it's not as appreciated as I would think.
4: I would go to that, and I want to dress up as Albert Einstein, because when yeah. you saw Albert Einstein in the movie, it blows your mind. I
2: didn't know Albert Einstein's in that
4: movie. Oh, He's Julie. in the movie, and he looks like a person in a
2: Halloween costume.
4: Yeah. Who plays
3: There's him? Real. There's... I need
2: to know everything about this.
3: There's one I shot.
2: Per- oh, please oh, yeah. tell me. It. Was, it was it a dog? They should have gotten a dog no, they, to play it. They him. should have
3: gotten like a, like a little schnauzer to play him or like a, a sheepdog like a
2: white sheepdog yeah. and made his hair off to the side yeah you know that poster of albert einstein sticking out his tongue what's going on there he's be playful i don't like it i, don't I was like, like it either. he was it was like a private moment
3: yeah yeah and uh there's one moment in oppenheimer julie where it's maybe the most poorly framed shot in History where, like, a car pulls away and then Albert Einstein is standing there. I, it was like it's like taken from like a TV movie. It's like I thought Christopher Nolan made this thing.
2: Does he he look into the camera and say E equals MC's me? He goes, (laughs) "Eh, There it is. Yeah, he's definitely in the middle of something. Yeah, we interrupted. That's
3: like, uh, that's like that, uh, the crimes of passion there. Yeah, right. Well, Ken Ain't Russell action no
2: if it's time.
4: So interesting that yeah, it's Kathleen Turner in the back of the cab. So interesting. <laughs> it's just the tongue, but then mm. I don't know what. his But eyes don't are. you
2: feel like that role should be played by a dog? He looks so much like my parents' dog, Mishmish. Mm-hmm. In like that a photo. Shag-
4: is Mishmish a shaggy a shaggy dog? Yes. yes yeah. Then totally a yeah. I'll find a
2: picture. Yeah. Brett.
3: Oh, Brett. Well, Self Help. Say hello is... to Emily. Oh, hi hi to Emily. Emily, nice to meet you. Hi Brett. This is Brett, our producer, uh, Emily. He's very hello. talented. Oh, that's
1: yeah, thank you for uh thanks for that. Thanks for being on the show and uh I've got if we want to get in, I've got some clips here. Uh, self help as we know is big business these days. You see self help influencers all over the place.
2: Here's Mish Mish with his new dreidel oh, that, that I yeah, bought him. <laughs> Isn't that? Doesn't that look like Einstein? It does. Yes,
3: yeah, totally. Does look There's look like at
2: the jaw too. Yeah. Sorry, Brett.
0: Oh.
1: Self help is big business these days. You've got these influencers running amok telling you how to live your life. Maybe some of them have good advice. I don't know. We're gonna look at a few of them today. Um uh in honor of Emily's book. And I think you can I mean, Emily, did you look at uh bad self-help influencers when you were writing this? Did you 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 have some yes, favorites? Because
4: there's a lot there's a lot on like Instagram now that People that yeah, are anyway sure. licensed, or a life coach is like an interesting mm-hmm. flavor too, as well. So yes.
1: Now this first guy here is a guy named Chris Crone, and I love this guy. He really gets me motivated uh, when I watch uh, when on? I watch his videos. Chris Crone, uh, t-
2: like the disease. We know his disease.
4: It is yeah. spelled
1: exactly like the disease, um, but uh, he is uh, he is <laughs> an extreme life coach motivator therapist, influencer guy. And uh, this is, you know, a big part of uh, self-help is your morning routine. You got to get the morning started, right? Or you're messed up all day. And so this is uh Chris Crone talking about his morning routine. Uh, maybe this is something that we can incorporate into, into our lives. Maybe. Let's
2: uh, I, re- and I, just say, I resent this. I resent having like people tell me I need, it's like if I'm out of bed, I deserve a standing ovation. Like if you can get yourself out mm-hmm. of the door, even yeah, holy yeah. cow! Like that's amazing. Or or like skincare routine, or like go, if you wash your makeup off, you're, you know, a hero. Everything else to me is so. I just get very frustrated by by these
1: things.
3: Mm-hmm. Here's Chris Crone's morning well, routine. Maybe Chris Crone is going to change the way you see the world. I, Julie.
2: Okay. Well, let's see.
3: This is what he does every day of his life. So I'm up at 4 a.m. from 4 to 4:20. I do a book on double speed, so I'm listening. At 4:20, oh, I'm God. on the treadmill with my wife, and we're so doing my, active with meditation his wife? together what? for 40 minutes. No, it includes no. a reverie where we're basically aligning the it, pharmacy it. of the body to over dopamine right. the mind. by There's gratitude, a pharmacy of the body, the brain, and then we shift into Mind Palace, which is 20 minutes. All right, hit pause, cocaine. please.
4: Whoa! So right now it's cooking. five a.m. Wow, his wife's like the luckiest woman ever.
3: Yeah. Get up, we they need to do our treadmill. Yeah, I just did my book on double speed. Now get up. It's time for us to. It's time for us to connect.
2: If they're on the treadmill together, do you think they're doing like the conga? Like she's behind
0: him, holding his
4: waist? Yes. Yeah,
3: I think they're doing like Cuban Pete from The Mask. So maybe they're okay. doing that OK doing Go, Go music Cuban video. Pete. You, okay, yeah. go yeah.
0: to the
2: bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I want to say, if there's a pharmacy of the body,
3: mm-hmm.
2: all the shampoo and conditioner on mine is locked behind those cases, <sighs> and I need the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what that means.
3: Pharmacy of the body eating our best bodies banana. five o'clock we then hit the weights that happens between five and seven and then between seven and eight that's my time with my wife between eight and nine is an hour with our kids after we shower and get ready we're doing breakfast and life lessons and by 9am the day technically life hasn't lesson. started yet but everything that was important to me is done what time
2: what are the, what are the life lessons
3: what a yeah. jerk off sorry
2: so upsetting. nine hate- to ten is like wife time what does that mean because, because I guess, guess
4: treadmill didn't count, so I guess
2: right. Is that when she like like stands in like her underwear in front of him and he circles problem areas on her body with a sharpie?
3: With yeah, he has a sharpie <laughs> and a laser pointer, and <sighs> and he and he, he has some uh, some of his buddies zoom in to help with the evaluation. <laughs>
2: and they're dressed up like Oompa Loompas.
3: Look at this slob. <laughs>
2: Life Lessons with the Sun. 8 to 9 a.m.
3: is time with the kids. Kids, you have two (laughs) minutes to get up here. It is 7.58. And get here because I'm not going to go. 9 to 10 is my time with my wife, and I'm not going to (laughs) have you interfere with that for one moment.
2: Because this part of her inner thigh with the dimple needs to be discussed from 9.15 to 9.25. Yeah. I am...
3: From nine thirty 930 to nine thirty-five, we talk about my wife's ugly forehead.
2: The problem with getting up at four <laughs> is, is, is that everything. by nine a.m. you've lived too much. Yeah, the day's over. No. Uh, it should be like we're not we're not equipped to deal with more than like a certain amount of time being awake
0: and no. alive.
2: I think
3: absolutely because there's
2: also like this is sort of the micro version of like. People who are obsessed with longevity who want to live for, because that to me yeah. is the worst ever. Like, whenever I watch Black Mirror, like someone who has to live forever, mm-hmm. that's my worst nightmare. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, nah, it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> I'm These going winners. for like 52. <laughs> every minute is important. I got to get every minute out of life. Yeah. Let me know how that goes for you. Emily, I've been meaning to ask you one of the most pressing questions in this book is Uh comes uh, on the first piece of paper inside attention schools and businesses. Yeah. Andrews McNeil books are available at quantity discounts with bulk purchase for educational business or sales promotional use Hmm. for information. Please email the Andrews McNeil publishing special sales department. What are we talking about here? What's a, What's a bulk thing? 12.
4: I mean, bulk, I'm going to say one classroom size. So at least 30, we're looking at at least 30 units,
3: 30 units. Okay. How was these people at charlie upchurch was what was that like working with Charlie Charlie
4: upchurch? you know Charlie was my editor. never mm-hmm. met her in person. Mm-hmm. I like a woman named Charlie. Oh, I like love a
3: woman, I Charlie. I love yeah.
4: a woman, Charlie. That was really, truly like always wow. kind of dazzled me and and I never asked if it was Charlotte like mm-hmm. or whether it's just charlie mm-hmm. but i i I think it's a pretty cool name for a woman.
3: Can you name the production editor on the book
4: Denise?
3: No. LeRoy. No, it's not Denise LeRoy. <gasps> Brianna Westerfeld.
4: <laughs> you yes. weren't even close. No, I, I I sort of went blank in my we'll, mind. We'll cut this part out. No, we will not cut this part out. Who's the production a
3: manager? Part? Who's the production manager? Brianna. No. Oh, Emily, this is Chad Chad Keim.
4: Oh, I thought we were going back to the one that I missed, and you nah. were giving me a I don't know that I know that I never met Chad. How about the art director? It was COVID. I never met anyone in person. So
3: who's the art director?
4: Now the art director also (laughs) did not interact (laughs) with them, maybe. Charlie, I I was good to go with Charlie's Mm -hmm. stories, but
3: Holly Swain.
2: What Mm. was that? Wasn't there didn't we have a funny story, Emily? with that lady who came to speak to us was it about like sexual harassment yes yes what it what was that it
4: i was- remember it, it's clear as day because it's one of the best things that's ever happened we had a woman come and give emily, us
2: emily and i wrote
4: on a television show together mm-hmm. and we had a lady come right yeah she came for the like harassment workshop mm-hmm. but as as she walked in, the first thing, as she she was like, I'm so sorry. I I, I Band-Aids on my hands. Babe. I, I, I have a lot of Band-Aids <laughs> uh, on my hands. Uh, there right? so uh. was a lot of references to that. But Julie, the, the peak of this, she referenced them like, I'm going to like at the end of every segment was sort of like, ah, the Band-Aids. But then when we went to shake her hand at the end, mm-hmm. she was like, the Band-Aids are wet.
5: You can't the oh. are wet
4: and You can't shake the hand it was i'm so i'm glad that you brought this up because i I, that story was about to leave my brain but
2: it's so good
3: wet band-aids
2: they were on the tips of her fingers i think she had them on like every finger so she went so then she went on her laptop and she gave like the you know presentation of the spiel of like any workplace person would do and then went through them and then at the end of her presentation, this is like an hour after she came in, she was like, okay, like I'm going to open it up to, to questions.
4: Mm-hmm. And we were all saying like, we wish that we had asked about the band. And I mm-hmm. raised
2: my hand and I said, what did I say, Emily? I think you did. You mentioned it. I but said, w- why do you have band-aids on your
4: hand? <laughs> did she, did she, I don't remember the answer. What did I she don't say? Either.
2: I don't either, but I just, I, it, it was something where like, it was such a long ramp up between her coming in and just opening with that and then doing that long spiel. So by the time I asked that, I think, like, I think you just died. I think you were. I think
4: we all died. I think, and I definitely, there was no harassment learning that happened. No, no. All pure distress. And that's not that- my fault. That's not my fault. No, of course not. Yeah. yeah.
2: But she said it like seven times, Tom. It was like because uh-huh. there were like seven people. Every time they went to shake her hand, she's like, "I'm sorry, I can't shake hands. I have wet band-aids on my fingers. What's I'm sorry, I can't with shake my hands. I have wet." Uh. Well, when you come into an environment, people don't know how else to greet you. I give There's you a no
3: little, little salute, little salute, or I do the Benny Hill salute. I put my hand here the way Benny Hill would put it on his forehead. Um, oh God. Emily, if you were a so Nazi, funny. nobody would be surprised. Can I read one part of the book?
2: Yep. Please.
3: Haircuts don't hurt. <laughs> Hair is mostly numb. You can barely feel it when they cut it. It's more like one quick pinch, and then your whole body goes ice cold, and then white hot, and then you can't see for the remainder of the calendar year. After that, you're done, and that's all. You can do this. You're going to go out and get bangs and embrace change. I'm proud of you. Every page has a joke like that on it.
1: Well, speaking of jokes, uh, this next clip I got for you here Uh uh, is um, – you know there's uh, influence uh, self-help influencers in all areas of life um yeah. uh, including uh the church um uh and uh, we know uh Thank we've you. seen Joel Osteen on this uh show before we've seen clips by him and he uh introduced the Yeah the- we've
2: seen Haley Joel Osteen
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And uh, you know Joel Austin introduced uh, what he calls the prosperity gospel into mm. uh, into people's lives, where um, uh, religion is all about uh, you know making yourself better and making more money. Uh, and uh, Joel often—I don't know if you know this about Joel, but he often starts uh, his sermons off with a joke. Um, and I uh, I found what is maybe now my favorite uh, YouTube playlist, which yeah. is just a collection of Joel Austin jokes called jo- oh. "Joel Joel Austin Jokes <laughs> Collection."
3: Hickory dickory talk. <laughs>
1: And I got a few jokes I wanted to play for you here. Um, This
3: first one uh, is called uh, New in Town. This is gonna be funny. I just want everybody to get ready to laugh a lot because nothing's funnier than combining humor and religion.
5: I like to start with something funny and I heard about this pastor. He was new in town and he was going door to door inviting people to his church. He knocked on this one door. He could tell someone was home, but no one would answer. So he took his business card out and he wrote on the back the scripture reference, Revelation 3.20. The next Sunday after service, someone handed him the same card. Under what he had written was the scripture reference, Genesis 3.10. Here's what they say, Revelation 3.20, the pastor's words, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone answers, I will come in. The reply was Genesis three ten. It said, "I heard your voice and I was afraid because I was naked." <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: that's very funny. It's pretty good, right? It's good. Did you write that, like a Emily?
5: Nice, simple joke like
4: that. Like yeah. you just kind of get it right away. It's just very clear. It's really simple and straightforward.
3: <laughs> and you wrote that for him. Yeah, I do.
4: I do. I, I mean, every, every comedy writer usually does punch up
1: for, for Joel certain
2: point.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Can I give you one more? There's so many, please. Right. I, I, there's never too many. Laughs. Are they as
2: long as that one?
1: Yeah. Uh, this one is a slightly shorter. It's called computer test, computer test. How
2: could that be possible?
1: Yeah.
5: One day, Jesus and Satan were having a contest to see who was better with computers. After six hours of making spreadsheets and designing web pages, a thunderstorm knocked the power out. When they rebooted their computers, Satan started screaming, it's all lost. All my material is gone. While Jesus quietly walked over and printed his out, turned it in. Satan complained it's not fair. He must have cheated. How come he didn't lose his material? God smiled and said, Jesus saves.
3: Jesus saves.
4: The Jesus and Satan on computer side by side is yeah. funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. like at a, like a business center. It's so weird. I like like that. at a ho- yeah. like
2: at a hotel kind of business. I'm
4: picturing there. that or like a Kinkos or something. I know Kinkos don't exist anymore, but
3: they don't. I
2: don't it think is that. sort of like a devil oh, went no. down to door- Georgia, like a modern version. And you know they're giant mm-hmm. Dells, right? Yeah.
3: He yes. lo- Joel Austin looks like. Martin Short's character from Santa Claus Three, as if he's going to try to get a job. Yeah, like he's at a job interview. If There's Jack definitely, Frost...
2: I don't know if this fellow has an issue with drag or, you know, but but I've never seen somebody wearing more makeup in my yes. life.
0: Yes. Yeah. You think it's just all one color.
2: I mean, it it still counts if it's just one color. Yeah. But it's like they it's like they put a hose. It's like they put like the really thick putty, like um, concealer, like the concealer where you have Mm -hmm. to like really put your finger in it in order to get some. And they just blasted it right in his face. (laughs) He he, And that eyebrow is. Yeah, I was
4: just noticing his mm -hmm. brows as well. Mm -hmm. He's got a good arch. a a big arch
2: in (laughs) game. his arch is very dramatic
3: and now look at the look at the razor burn around his mouth though the weird it's almost purple it's just like a purple gloss tom i think that's a but he's he's two inches below his lip i know i think he's
2: overdrawing it which is how you get a a a plumper lip Mm -hmm. without filler
3: he looks like he's in black and white somehow like he looks like a silent movie star. Like a freaking house should fall on him, and he la- gets yeah. the w- he f- is safe because he the window falls where. So he's you
0: think standing.
2: he looks like a like the kind of guy who, when like they just started the talkies, would be like, "Oh my darling."
3: Yeah, he looks like the first silent film star to be put out of business because the talkies <laughs> just arrived. Right. <laughs> I mean, I like him.
2: I mean, there were like those early silent film stars. Oh God!
3: That's exactly it. Is right. like he's wearing so much
2: makeup. Who is that silent film star that the women were like, "Wow, he's really a sexy guy." And oh, you're like,
3: that's uh, Rudolph Valentino.
2: Yes. Oh no, I got this thumbs up again. Oh. Julie is oh,
3: be Julie is getting plagued by some new update that now when she moves suddenly fireworks go off behind her
0: bubbles You're not pressing start a bubbling. Button.
2: No. Oh. Okay. I don't Rudolph know. The- Val- but Rudolph Valentino is exactly who I was mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. He Is he wore, not really attractive? I don't know. I what don't means. I know that he he might be your type, but he's not mine. I'm more of no. like a Herman Munster g- gal. Like yeah. if I want a man to wear makeup, I want black lipstick.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. A flat forehead. And Square all top. the rest. Square yeah.
4: Right, can we
2: Square see a picture head. of Ru- Rudolph Valentino, please?
3: Which one's which? Huh.
2: <laughs> it's so funny how dogs used to look completely
3: different no they look they look like completely Bulls. like they barely they're barely tamed
2: like that's yeah, a coyote that's, a, that's that is a coyote that was just born yeah mm-hmm.
3: yeah that is a dog that will turn on you and you'll also, find that your a- child got it's yes. throat ripped out in the middle of because the night because
2: there's no dog food either yeah. like you would feed him either scraps yeah. or your your child when he, when he's super hungry and there were no scraps
3: isn't it yeah. funny the name scraps was such a popular name for dogs because that's what they got back they then ate. now Raya. they don't get no scraps people make right. full meals for their dogs
2: yeah you should more people more dogs should be named kibble
3: yeah yeah. My dog's bet. name is uh uh number two on the McDonald's uh drive through menu. Uh hold the onions, uh large Coke, please.
2: Don't don't give Coke to your dog.
3: My dog well, my dog likes to knock the Coke over to kinda kinda clean up the grease. Um but my dog does like quarter pounders.
2: I'll bet.
4: Yeah. Is that for real? Have you f- given a quarter pounder? No,
3: I can't do it. I give a, I've given a hamburger A McDonald's. Hamburgers hamburger. are
2: good for dogs.
3: Yeah. A okay. dog eats that hamburger like like it was uh it owed him money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Emily, tell us more about writing this book.
3: Yes. Was please. there
2: ever a time when you were Stuck and you went back to the source material, or you were inspired by something, or something occurred to you that sort of like blew something open a little bit? Um, I did. There were, there were many times you've
4: both of you have written books, so you guys can understand this. That uh, there are many times when we kind
3: of have, yeah.
4: Exactly. You kind of yeah. have. I kind of <laughs> um, think we've, written, I, think yeah, you're gonna like writing a book. Um, <laughs> but I feel like there are times where. It's not going well. You can't tell. It's just you. And I'm like, I hope Mm -hmm. this is, it's either funny or I am becoming insane as I'm writing this. Mm -hmm. But you just have to like, just keep plowing through it because that's the cool part is like, no one's going to tell you that it's bad. you just, you get to write this thing, but it also is it can be exceedingly scary at times because you're like, there's no audience and mm-hmm. I'm telling you that this will be funny. And I don't know that it is. So that happened a lot. And the only, the breakthrough of that was just like, well, I have to finish it. Right. So yeah, I did. And then eventually at the end, I was like, I'll show it to somebody and see if they, if they laugh. And
3: mm-hmm. well, it's very funny. Yeah. So mission Are you accomplished.
2: going to do more? Oh, he's going to read
4: more. I just
3: said mission accomplished.
2: <laughs> like you're, like your friend bush mm-hmm. says
4: yeah, close your your best friend i believe
2: at one time
3: now what um, made you lean into the mcdonald's part of the book so much which was some of my favorite stuff
4: i really don't know I, I just i think once i found out that i felt like this character really liked mcdonald's then i i don't know i just think she she v- places a value dr teresa lawn thinks it's as important, it's mm-hmm. a huge component of mental health is like your yes. relationship to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So once I discovered that, I just listened to her speak about mm-hmm. it and wrote the wrote her thoughts down.
3: Can I read a thing, please, if you don't mind? McDonald's. It has often been said that aside from temples, churches, and mosques, the only true American place of worship is McDonald's. Our connection with McDonald's runs it starts the moment we're born and it lasts our whole lives. And some would even say beyond that. We live, eat, laugh, and love in McDonald's. We have our birthday parties there, our dates, our weddings, and even our funerals.
0: <laughs> it's so it's, many false premises. Yeah,
3: it's very funny. It's so funny. Seriously, can You, you did it.
2: Thank you very much. Right, look at that.
3: Mission accomplished. He liked you put it
2: too. who you put Kate Bush next to him? Oh uh, yeah, it? great idea. Thank you. Yeah. Because Tom's more of a George Bush guy. I'm yeah. more of a Kate Bush. Or Kate Bush. I
4: like Girl. George. I like Sophia Bush. No, I hope not. I hope not.
2: Which one is Sophia? I know there's Jenna who hosts with Hoda now.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Sophia Bush, I believe at one point was on one tree hill i've never seen her as an actor she just appears in my us weekly sometimes mm-hmm. and she had a big glamorous wedding i believe last year then then ended and then it got divorced but i don't know what
2: oh who did she marry
4: um another They it was a an activist another man who was an activist they like got married in like 2020 and they had what a is their, what's
2: their cause co- what's her what's his cause dare i
4: they founded a like I don't I'm I wish I knew more except no they, trees they were, no more trees they were anti tree um <laughs> they wanted to bald <laughs> the earth of trees Balded uh, I don't know what it was except they had a very like like emotionally moral wedding but then they got divorced like within like nine months and that was kind of kind of maybe mm-hmm. difficult for me for yeah. <laughs> for you and that you're the first person I thought of.
3: You were going through it a pretty hard time for me. There. You were going through a pretty hard time when Sophia Bush and Sophia Bush's
2: her marriage, marriage didn't work out. Yeah,
3: no. I remember. You said, "I'm gobsmacked like by that." Thank you.
2: That's my girl. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty.
3: Yeah, beautiful. Now, got any another clip for us, Brett? Well, I think we got to let Emily go. I think we've reached our. Oh, I didn't oh so no. Fast.
2: Wait, I have one more question before we let you go. Yes. Will Dr. Teresa Lawn be doing anything else? Um, Is this I, a character I, you could see taking on the road, or or doing another, doing something else as her in another form?
4: I definitely feel yes. Yeah, she has a lot to say, and like a lot of different, basically every format I think would work for her. I think I had recently been thinking about like. Eat, Pray, Lawn, which is like Mm. sort of international travel experience for her where she kind of connects. But yes, I, I, I would like to I would like to see her. It's just difficult to, like, imagine any kind of thing where you'd see her visually because. If you read the book, she's just, she's more of like an entity. Um, she's, she's a barely human. So yeah. I don't know if she can be grounded in a, in like a, a visual, but, but maybe. Would yeah. you
2: consider hiring an actress such as me to do a, the <gasps> voice of her?
4: Yes. I think a, a, an act, an actor of your caliber is required because mm. she.
2: The goes- actor of my calipers.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to say, Emily, I see what you're doing and I don't like it. You're already saying you want an actor of Julie's caliber. Now's the chance to sign her right now. You're never going to get her cheaper than I, right I now. Have,
4: I can sign her?
3: <laughs> right now you can yes. sign her to a deal to portray Dr. Teresa Lawn.
2: In the, right. animated, the, the, the animated children's show called Lil Lawn?
0: Lil Lawn. Lil Lawn. Yeah.
4: Um, Alright, I'm confident enough to say that if Lil Lawns is greenlit. Mm-hmm. You are, you will be playing Lil. The there you go. We could do yeah. an
2: album like where mm-hmm. we sing lawn songs. I like that.
3: Lawn songs is great. I like that. Lawn
4: songs.
2: Yeah.
3: So if you could just Venmo or Zell, Julie, okay. um well
2: at Tom's my nine hundred thousand dollars. Tom does my voiceover.
3: Honestly, nine hundred grand will will secure won't you.
4: Is he a good, Julie, you can tell me, is he a good manager? Or does, are you getting a lot of voiceover work? Because if not, I'm just curious. I can't stay say in front of him. Julie! He'll cut off my toes. I just, relationship, <laughs> I just, I'm troubled. It's a good relationship. It's a good relationship. Yeah. And I know that's what you asked me to support you in, that it's a good mm. relationship, and I do. Mm. Um. Well,
2: you guys, I yeah. loved our hang.
3: No, this was amazing. Congratulations
2: on the book, Emily. We love you. Come back anytime. Thank Please. you. I love you guys. I, I
4: miss you both and I, I hope to have more chat soon. Yeah. And we look forward to hearing about your morning routine. Yes. Okay. It's, I get up at 320 and I, yeah. I take two I have two best friends mm-hmm. with me on my <laughs> treadmill. So it's a little mm-hmm. more extreme than that guy that we saw before, but I always push it to the limit. That's that would, uh, uh, that would be so yeah. funny
3: to be just like I get up at 320 and then I stare at the window of that loser and wait till his light goes on at 4 a.m. And I start yelling, you're a failure and a flop. You slept 40 minutes later than I did. What if you did a schedule like that and just kept going? And it's like, this person literally never sleeps. Like, and then at midnight, I do a cold plunge and then watch old episodes of James Corden. Um <laughs> Here's the book. It's called How to Be Sane. Oh, there it is. Yeah. By Dr. Teresa Lawn. As told to Emily Altman.
2: Yeah. Perfect. So
3: we shouldn't even be negotiating with Emily, Julie. No. That's yeah. the mistake we're it making.
2: Doesn't J- it
3: doesn't her, hurt. So uh, I know her.
4: So I'm your connection to her. So yeah. you can talk uh, to me. Uh, but no but offense.
3: Like... You're an errand boy. You're an errand boy.
2: You're saying that there's a Bob Zamuda. We're saying we're talking to, who are we talking to, Tony Clifton? I'm confused. I uh, I
4: don't know the arrangement there. Is Isn't Tony Clifton the the artist and Bob Yes. Z- okay, so Tony Clifton is Dr. Lon. Mm-hmm. I'm Bob Zamuda.
3: Don't ever Brad, say, will you say that Zemuda again. do get Bob Zamuda on the show, please. Don't Brad. ever say right on it. Bob Zamuda ever again.
2: We want Bob Zamuda and um, Alan Squibel on the show and we want them to fight.
3: We want all the Z's on. Got it. Aziz, Bob Zamuda disease
4: the top these us.
3: nuts right
4: yeah no
3: right no you don't
4: no remember um z cabarici do you remember those yes, pants
2: those pants yeah. are terrible on me the z- yeah. all i need that's all i needed was a roomier groin and big pleats <laughs> you want <laughs> that's what they were there to do is to like <laughs> it's like Make your crotch look bigger somehow. That's yeah, like, not, you not what I funky. needed. That is not what I needed. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
3: Well, Emily, Goodbye, this has been my a true...
4: Goodbye, Emily. Thank Sorry you for joining you us. So Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
2: Well, that was fun.
3: That was so much fun. Emily Altman is amazing.
2: She writes for a Big Mouth.
1: Mhm. I'm going to say it. My new favorite Other Altman. Things. Take a take
3: a seat, uh Robert. Robert? Mhm. There you go. Take a seat. Well, he's no longer with us. So,
2: Yeah, but he liked to sit. He think, did. And smoke weed.
3: He would like to sit there, smoke weed. Gamble, like make bets,
2: Mm-hmm. and uh, you know, make great films for women,
3: absolutely with women,
2: great women characters. That he, yes, you could tell he liked women,
3: mm-hmm. like the old, like he was like one of the only two people in the 70s that did that liked women, yes. Well, this is a different era, and I, yeah, everything's better now, like women.
2: I like what is it? What are the Football, things that he likes quarterbacks, in the, Quarterbacks who so, eat dirt. Quarterbacks who eat dirt. Girls without a shirt. And God.
1: Yeah. That would have got that guy
3: elected. Yeah. Yeah. I like turkeys in the straw. Turkeys in the straw. Corinthians 13 fall.
2: George Bernard Shaw <laughs> George
3: Bernard Shaw and, and
2: God not Job he hates Job as much as God he does well, hate Job. did God hate Job or was God just fucking with Job
3: God liked whales Orson so he was rooting against the whales Nice. You're, thinking of, you're thinking of Jonah. Sorry, to. I, I went to a lot of Bible uh, camp when I was a Did kid. Did you? Well, apparently you didn't go far enough to know that Job actually had a pet whale. It's yes. written in- uh, Fudgy.
2: Named Fudgy.
3: Named Fudgy. Yeah. It's written in uh, Ramalama- Ding dong. No, you're right. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I forgot this now. that That's how the Job story starts is yeah. he, somebody uh, eats his fudgy the whale and yeah. he goes, oh, yeah. this day couldn't get any worse. Somebody,
2: somebody, somebody <laughs> ate my fudgy
3: the whale. That's, that's the weirdest <laughs> thing you've ever done. I don't know where that came from. That's late period Ramones <laughs> song. That's the strangest thing that's ever happened in my entire life. Nah. <laughs> no, that is. That's okay. top of the pyramid. You literally, <laughs> what's so- that? Somebody, somebody <laughs> put something in my drink. What is it again? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is, I can't, I don't know what to do now. You (laughs) short-circuited my brain. (laughs) Somebody, somebody ate my Fuji the whale.
0: (laughs) whale.
2: (laughs) That's how the whole. What is it? The second testament. What is it? Starts
3: the newer testament. Um,
2: Right, and then the Mormons added the third one. What happened? Yeah,
3: there's the one that Joseph
1: Smith dug up in the dirt. uh, Right, the gold plate. His house. Yeah, because he was a quarterback and he was eating. He was chowing down on some dirt and his teeth hit against something. Uh well
2: hard. he put the dirt on the golden plates, right? Because he was eating them for that's
3: what happened, yeah. In there. Yeah. Now Brett. Oh. Okay. I was having an You're right, there, uh, buddy. Yeah. I said this is how that went. Now Brett. Oh
0: <laughs> He's
2: doing his roll-ups or one vertebra at a time. Uh, what's that first guy's name? His last name's Crone. I'll I'll remember that. Oh,
1: I think it was Keith, maybe Chris Crone.
0: Chris, Chris Crone. Yeah. Question.
2: Like, does Chris Crone have a plan for the rest of the day? Methinks he does. Yeah. But it would be funny if at nine he's just out of ideas.
3: Yeah. Exactly. And the, first of all, he's he's one of those guys. What What are you actually going to do with this other than succeed? Like,
2: well, what does that mean? You mean yeah. what is he applying?
3: What was he actually doing other than I get up and I do stuff and I don't stop doing stuff?
2: Well, it looks like he was doing an interview for a fake podcast,
3: yeah, or
2: a real podcast that's very popular that I just don't know about because everything's so fractured these days culturally. Have you noticed?
3: I did. Back when I was a kid, there were three podcasts, and everybody—ABC,
2: yes, <laughs> CBS—was the Tiffany mm-hmm. Network. Yeah, was the, what was it? The I, the Alphabet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The peacock
3: and Joe Rogan experience.
2: He looks good, Joe Rogan. He looks better than ever.
3: Yeah, he really does. He, uh, I think he, he looks like he's getting ready to play the thing in the Fantastic Four movie. I was gonna and say, he
2: look,
4: look like someone like shaved and sat on Gary Chanley. <laughs>
1: Elon's looking pretty good these days too. You see him in that bomber oh,
2: jacket yesterday terrific. on stage. He oh my so gosh, friggin' cool! No, I was like, "Who is this?" When is this he Maverick. Said, from when he the... said to that guy, "Like Jonathan, you and I are good friends." And he said, "I'm Andrew."
3: <laughs> Amazing. That was really funny. Can you play? I didn't that, actually Brett? watch yes, the
2: clip, but apparently he ate it big time.
1: Yeah, he um, he he. he loves- uh,
2: when he makes a joke and no one laughs, it's like my oh god, that is such a narcotic to me.
1: And he really plays to the room hard, so there's no way for him to hide that he was like hoping for you know a laugh or or an applause line. Uh, he literally so, like mugs to the audience, and then it's just silence. Mm-hmm. Speaking
2: of mugs, I do feel as though he's gotten the kind of work, and I don't judge anybody for getting anything mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. It does seem like the strings are beginning to let go and fall. Like the, the souffle is beginning to droop. Don't don't you think there's, he's beginning to look like one of those Looney Tune characters they used to do of like old timey movie stars when Bugs Bunny would go into the restaurant. And you'd be like, yeah. I recognize Humphrey yeah. Bogart. I don't know who that guy is, yeah. but he's wearing a lot of eyeshadow hey, hey, and his lips hey, are hey, huge. Hey,
3: hey. Yeah, there'd be some guy who's just like, With a weird smushy face And you're just like
2: So ugly and like scary honestly Because you didn't know who he was supposed to be
3: He looks just like that Was this a No no, Brett uh, I was asking to play Elon Musk Not to show uh, clips from the new Top Gun movie
2: (laughs) I thought you were going to say a shark's tail Because he kind of looks like a stingray
3: He does look like a stink ray
2: He's a stink ray in a leather jacket with a fur collar
3: yeah what a loser what a winner who's Let's a see loser what he says. so i will certainly not pander and, and Jonathan, like the
1: only reason i'm here is because you were a friend like what was my speaking fee it, you you're not making any uh, first exactly. of all i'm andrew but uh, yeah sorry it's okay <laughs>
2: Wait can I see the one where he says They should go F themselves Oh
1: absolutely yeah
2: That's where I understand there's just You know Speaking of podcasting radio silence I love him I know
3: He made my Favorite car Cybertruck beep
2: beep. You like his beep beep I
3: do like his beep beep He's actually working on a, on a uh, electric uh, Hess truck now. That'll be for Christmas. In time for Christmas. In time for Christmas.
2: He does kind of look like the Grinch.
3: Part of a apology tour, if you will.
1: That was, this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise. No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well,
3: well, let me ask you then. What a loser. So,
2: there is something he's doing with his head.
3: He kept moving so- up like he was like a fish jumping out of the water trying to.
2: There's fish stuff bread. and then there's also bird stuff With his head looking back and forth yes.
3: Yeah You
2: know what? he kind of reminds me of is one of those Creatures from Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> Which
3: night <laughs> The fifth he? night He's the fifth night
2: Yeah it was the worst Hanukkah ever First of all it was just five nights
3: Hanukkah's five nights now and Apparently it's at Freddy's house This year I mean, and um, and Freddie got fingered. Oh, boy. On which night? Don't say night number one, because it's going to be a long five days. Elon Musk.
2: What? Also, the idea of misunderstanding commerce to the extent where you put it in the terms of blackmail is yeah. really, really interesting.
3: Because he he thinks that the world is... The correct version of the world, everything is meant to bend to his will. So if you do something that doesn't fit that, you're up to something. It's illegal what you're doing. I still like him.
2: Yeah, me too. And I
3: like Bob Iger too. Everybody involved is a champ. They're all winners and they're all fun and You're really going to enjoy... I'm making a movie with all of them. It's called Caligula 2, and it's going to be a hoot and a half.
1: It's
2: going to be horny. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm frozen again. I'm frozen again. I'm going to sign off again and come back.
1: Okay. I
3: wonder what that is. It's...
1: Like, why would they think anyone would... The fact that that just automates... Automatically updates to that is insane and you can't disable it you you, you i'm sure you can i have to ask well, i mean i'm it's sure i can just google weird. it yeah, yeah but like weird. but it's, it's just like why would it just be the default all of a it's sudden so strange insane okay there we go great there we go. now
2: i'm back so sorry about that
1: no worries. sorry it says annoying tom and i were just saying how insane it is that it just they just automate automatically updated just, everyone's it's devices for that no
2: there's no consent
1: <laughs> yeah it's like those boys from You Too, mm-hmm. right? I still got that album on my phone. We gotta delete that album. I don't know how sometimes mm-hmm. it'll shuffle; it'll come up on shuffle. I like, "You like the album?" It's terrible. It's so bad. Is it? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> is that the one
2: with Catorce on it?
1: No, they're in they're in like full Savior complex, you know, kind of mode on this album. So it's very, uh, you know, the world is hurting, but we'll we have saved, the solution. They should have. Hopped out Dublin a week ago. Uh, Bono was too busy island. He was island hopping that weekend, hitting all going to Long Island, islands.
2: Staten Island.
3: So that album really comes, still comes up on your. Yep. Yeah. It'll still
1: occasionally on Shuffle,
3: it'll still come up. I didn't get it for whatever reason. It didn't show up on mine. Hmm.
2: You just probably got the wrong generation <sighs> iPod. Yeah.
3: Nothing like for the making... right generation. Yeah. yeah.
2: I got a bad iPad. It came with an anal cunt record on it.
3: Oh, that's how they do it.
2: Now they're my favorite band.
3: They look. That's why they did that. Also, they you got new friends.
2: That's when I, whatever I'm like, turn up the AC. That's what I mean. That's what
1: mean. Okay, that's what you mean. Okay,
3: is that what you mean, Tom? Maybe I've been misreading. No, just, okay. I mean air
1: conditioner. He doesn't.
2: Okay. He okay. doesn't mean that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of Long Island, did you see a uh, Jim Brewer came out with a new comedy special called? country boy will survive and it's like written in like you know westerny kind of font on here i looked it and up is he's, he, he's, he's from he's long island from, um, he's from yeah. long island like close to the city
2: I, I don't understand when like when did comedy specials become like zines where you just like everyone puts one out every week Yeah, yeah <laughs> they go to yeah. kinko's and they're just like here's yeah. my comedy
3: special here it is that was something special that i thought
2: gate more gatekeeping was maybe good
3: and they're like, they're not like, there aren't like jokes in them anymore. No. They're just like angry ranting. It's ranting. Oh, it's the guys work. talk about
2: how you can't say anything? Yeah. Yeah.
3: While they're saying it on their very popular special.
2: Well, I've discovered Andrew Clay's TikTok, so I don't have any complaints about mm-hmm. anything anymore.
3: Are you enjoying it?
2: No, I'm more than enjoying it. I'm. Thr- uh, it's? It's made my when he's like the face. Hey, check out the big shot with the suitcase. Like he goes up yeah. to people and yeah. pretends that they know who he is.
3: Or when that he they're go, waiting it,
2: for him, it's
3: the funniest thing. When he goes up to people so and funny. he's like, he's like, "Uh, you were looking for a
2: picture." I'm yes, like, that's great. I love that you were. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with the like, face, no. with the
3: face, the famous face. You wanted? They said you wanted a picture. Uh huh. Can you play an Andrew Dice Clay uh, Instagram? Please, Everything Brett.
2: on his TikTok or is TikTok, perfect. whatever. They're so funny. He's so lovable. Right, I'm
1: gonna pull it up. Uh, while I Getting do that, these- I've got this. Um, this is from the New Jim oh, Brewer great. special. It's called yeah. 2023 so far. A comedy recap. What is he recap. wearing?
2: Is that a is that a suit jacket? Is that a suit jacket that's gray in the front, but, like, black the It's like on the a suit sides? jacket
1: made out of, like, hoodie material, it looks like. You know, they do this, oh, like... Oh, God, They do this no. now, like, you know, business clothes, but it's really sweatpants, so you can pull them over it. on your dumb boss.
2: Oh, I'm horrified. Let me see this thing up close.
0: What's going on? What is... What is... No. No, what, what I mean is... What...
2: Is going on. That's just a hoodie, right? But there's black on the sides. Like there's like black stripes. Past, it's
0: past That's not just the
2: open it zipper?
0: Maybe it is. Even, you have to admit, even if you're like, I don't care, as long as it's not, you know who. <laughs> That was like a demonic like the devil came out and just everyone We're gonna make people hate Donald Trump hate Get him I hate on that trick to Catholic White Suprema Insurrectionist they, they lynch people Even
5: And I'm not going to blame you because I saw the news shadows. I saw them saying, he's racist. He's sexist. You would just wake up to pee in the middle of the night. He hates Mexicans and he says they're rapists and he hates black people. And he...
0: Okay.
3: I that is it. the <laughs> falsest of false premises. And. This dumb audience that is probably on uh, at that stupid theater on Long Island uh, that I saw uh, the
2: Westbury that, that circulates not
3: the Westbury probably the one what's the theater the Grateful Dead played there a million times not like Jones Beach no it's not Jones Beach let's see Long
2: he should have played he should have played Jones Beach he should have played the Ocean he should have been in the Ocean yeah. There is such a falseness to having to find a a justification for him, like acting like a child in a way. And speaking of children, Mm -hmm. I think that what he's doing on that stage would be attractive to like a four-year-old. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that there's something. It doesn't matter what he's saying. It's just an excuse for him. And he's saying that other people are acting crazy. But it's yeah. not true because he's the one acting crazy, not even crazy.
3: The Capitol Theater in Port Chester, not Long Island. That that I that's think a
2: nice theater. That's it a is, nice is a
3: nice theater, theater but yeah. I think that's where he's at.
2: That's in Westchester. You think he's in Port Chester?
3: I think that's where that the that theater is a very nice theater.
2: Yeah,
3: but he does residencies there.
2: Oh, he does not.
3: He does. <sighs> I'll work on that. I never thought I'd say this. Let's watch some Andrew Dice Clay as a palate cleanser.
2: This is funny. He's so funny. So,
1: uh... Al? No? No, I'm not Al. Hi. Excuse me. You were the
0: ladies that wanted a picture. I've taken a lot of them, but I would... Seemed like you were bothered and wanted the picture with me. No, I didn't you. want a picture with you. I don't even know who you are, sir. I, <laughs> did you hear on the news that uh, the city's sinking? Cause it's heavy. It's weird. did you didn't hear? Yeah,
5: yeah, it's definitely going under.
0: You saw that hey, with the is... Kelsey, with Kelsey the reboot. <laughs> with the re, with the reboot, the Kelsey grandma. Well, that's, that's good, right?
5: On your
0: way, young man. Before I get somebody in. Oh, are you doing?
3: <laughs> on your way, <laughs> young man. I love it. I
2: Come on. Look, this I'm is, a- you. You gotta. You gotta love New York. You gotta love New Yorkers. And Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Julie, what?
3: He's been doing these.
2: What a legend.
3: Coast to coast, he's been doing these. He he cracked the code. On, okay. on, on the
2: street on this
3: stuff. It's so funny.
2: It's so funny
3: seeing him in. Is you're watching him at a drugstore like he's at a Dwayne Reed in the middle of the night, <laughs> and somebody's in like the shampoo aisle, and he's just like, "You wanted the picture? <laughs> what? Well, no, with the famous face. You wanted the picture. The they said face. you wanted the picture. I came over." That lady just going literally, I don't want a picture with you. I don't know who you are.
2: Every once in a while, he'll run into someone who does know who he is.
3: Yes. Hey, Dice, I love you. So funny. Wait,
2: Brett, I'm going to send you one
0: more. Great. Did... Jerome Johnson, you've been waiting for me. I'm sorry I'm late, but. No, no. You... What's that? What's this? You were waiting for the picture? No, no, no. No, I don't know you. Peter and Patricia Pickleson.
3: Patricia Pickleson.
2: Peter and Patricia Pickleson.
0: Peter and Patricia Pickleson. It's
3: so funny.
2: Yeah, it's well, so funny. It's so And and if you missed it, we had a Another great live stream this past week for yeah. Patreon, Patreon subscribers or patrons as I call them.
1: hmm People are saying it's the best one yet, which I don't know. That's a high
3: bar. That's a high bar, but I I, I, I would agree with that. It was so much fun. We we did really something that was so so ridiculous. Stupid. Very mm, dumb. We were dying we Basically laughing. did
2: an improv class on the mm-hmm. air, and then Brett smashed a geode, and then the the chat went shard crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. I've got a everything lot of shards in my done office before right the, now.
2: Everything we had done before Brett smashed the geode was thrown away into the wind, like Not so true. many shards of 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 geode. That they all, everybody wanted a shard. They all wanted to see the shards. They wanted to count the shards.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It was like Shark Week,
3: except it was Shard Week. It was Shard Week, and it—that's a good idea. And that's—it felt like a week. It took Brett a week to finally get that thing to crack.
2: He couldn't do it with the mallet, and they tried to do it with like the regular side of a hammer, and then he used the claw side, which seemed very dangerous. But he got excited, and so it was—that's what eventually
1: did it. I mean, we would have been there all night if I was trying to uh, bust that. We thing were not there the all night. It—I think we're still there.
2: Yeah, Brett. I don't know what story you're telling.
1: Yeah, well, that's simply due to how magical the experience was. It felt timeless, but in yeah. in uh, real time, I got that it thing t-
2: it felt cracked time wide full. open What's the opposite of timeless? Time full.
3: Endless is yes. the word I think you were looking for, not timeless. Yes, endless. But it was a great so, what a way so to go. So now
2: we've got all these rocks, right? shards and rocks
1: I've got so many shards I couldn't even count them there were so many mm-hmm. it was too high of a number the chat wanted to
2: count them the chat went nuts for those shards mm-hmm. they yeah. were shard hungry
1: well we're going to have to figure out I I do now regret there are so many shards I regret saying we were going to give them out in some sort of uh uh you know prize giveaway cuz that's going to be uh that's going to be a lot of work for yours truly. So I don't know. We'll. we'll uh, it's
2: going to be a lot of work for you. You need to accept that. But the people are clamoring for their shards.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, what if so I you just need
2: to? You need to choose a couple winners and put them in an envelope.
1: Well, what if it's? What if we reverse and say, if you can get here to the studio, if you can find a way to the studio, you come here and knock on the door. I'll give you a shard.
2: Brett, I would choose one pat- like patron and put it in the mail.
1: Maybe they get. Come on down. Knock on the, the they're door. so
2: they're so small. We're talking about an envelope. Like this isn't even a package kind of situation. <sighs> Julie,
1: the mailing situation these days.
2: Oh, because of the holidays. Oh, it's
1: so hard to mail things yeah. in quantity. You can't just put in it bulk. in an
2: envelope like a letter.
1: Well, uh, so are you saying that one person gets all the shards? Because I would be up for that. That would just be one.
2: Yeah, let's do that. All right. Let's do that. We'll do a drawer. Because also
1: you get a shard, Julie. Tom, you get I'm a shard. Very you get the big I mean, shard. you don't get a shard. You get a chunk of this thing. I'm you gonna get say a healthy ch- chunk. I just want
2: mine to be medallion like
1: Got it. I'll find the one that will that would best this. uh best adapt to a necklace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I could see uh, I mean things might happen. You might supernatural things could happen. You put that around your neck, you're walking around.
2: Okay. We don't have time to unpack this because
3: this is madness. <laughs> yes it's true it's true insanity. and that uh,
1: live stream is available for replay right now so uh you know the best the best case scenario is you you that you're there with us live you're chatting it's you're 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 living it it's happening in real time but if you're busy
3: you can't do that it's available for replay you can watch it rewatch watch as much as you want absolutely it's worth checking out patreon.com slash double threat pod you get so much stuff Add free episodes, you get video, you get Brett's watch-alongs. There's so many things. We make it worth your while. Support the show. Keep double threat going is basically what we're talking about.
2: And we appreciate you listening no matter what. And to subscribe and rate and review us is also very meaningful if you can't afford to you know, join the Patreon right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. We get it. It's a crazy time, but yep. we thank you regardless for being a fan. And uh, we will be back next week with more stuff. And thanks so much to our guest Emily Altman.
3: Yes, and check her book out, which is called "How to Be Sane: A Groundbreaking Mental Wellness Guide," written by Dr. Teresa Lawn as told to Emily Altman. It's very funny.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Forever. <laughs> Dog.